Welcome to the Real Film Nerds Podcast. Howdy, nerdarinos, and welcome to the Real Film Nerds Podcast. Episode number 218, I believe. Is that true, Michael? Uh, yes, that is right, man. You Look at you, man. You're starting to learn how to count. It's difficult because uh, I am not on my game today. For those of you who listened to Magic 99.1 in my talk on there, I was really not on my game this morning. I'm just exhausted, overworked, tired, sleepy, allergies, whatever, you name it. I'm not going to make up too many excuses. So anyways, I'm your host, Matt, as always, regrettably, um, and with me, Mr. Michael Talent. Oh, man, I'm Michael now, huh? I don't know about that. I think, I think, I think Mysterious Mike is just fine. Mike. Go, my go. Oh man, already bringing out the 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 vampires, dude. When are we gonna watch those uh, horrible Lost Boys movies that came with the uh, the original one on Blu-ray? Did you get the triple pack like what I got? Yeah, I got the triple pack as well. I don't know. I I I guess we should probably watch those if we find some time. Or Harvest Horror Fest, maybe Harvest Horror Fest. Yeah, maybe that'll be one of our uh, movies that we review. This uh, coming uh, October, September time period. Because, dude, seriously, I didn't even know they made sequels to Lost Boys. I didn't know about the second one, let alone a third one. Really? Wow. Well, you know, I I would say this is back in, you know, I guess this dates us a little bit, Matt, but I, we used to have those movies that were straight to DV, or uh, straight to uh, VHS. Yeah, direct, straight to, to tape. direct to tape. Yeah, straight to tape or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And when you saw those, you're like, oh, yeah. That's that's just them going on the same, you know, uh, you know, intellectual property as l- the last one, just going on name recognition. Hopefully, you'd be like, "Oh, Lost Boys too." I'll go watch that, and you're like, "Whoa, that was terrible." And they're like, "Yeah, but got your money." <laughs> <laughs> too late, I got paid. <sighs> yeah, um, I don't know what you call it now, man. Would you like straight to video on demand? I like they, I think free it's just video like... on demand. Yeah, I think they just. But the 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 catcher on vi- the video on demand stuff is like the new movies. They call those video on demand too. But if you notice, they've been changing them now. They don't call them video on demand when it's like a brand new movie. They call it theater at home. So I think they're trying to differentiate from the garbage that comes out just straight to video on demand. Oh, okay. Yeah, I I feel like any kind of movie that's done any kind of made any kind of anything has had sequels, whether we knew about it or not. Matt, I think they have like 10 sniper movies. Remember the the sniper? The original one was good. I watched the first sequel and it was atrocious and I stopped after that. Yeah, I I think if you IMDb that right now, man, I think there's like seven or eight of them, dude. That just came out this year. (laughs) It's like, uh, remember The Land Before Time? Yeah. I think it's still going. I'm sure it is. I I mean, I don't know how much more you can get before time, but I guess you get far enough away, it just starts going backwards. I don't know. Yeah, there's there's quite a few of those movies out there that just capitalize on the the kind of, I guess, the, the IP, the intellectual property, like name recognition you know and then they just ruin it you know it's just terrible but i guess they don't cost that much to make and you know if 30 40 people watch it they're like cool that's great we made our money back all right now to talk about a movie that 
definitely was an incredible, amazing, best movie ever, right, Mike? We're talking about 2021's Mortal Kombat. Well, I I would not use most of those words that you did. Wow, really, Mike? We're going to have another podcast like that. Fine, let's do it. Let's do it, Mike. Let's just kick it off like this, though. Mike, go ahead, give us the rundown for Mortal Kombat. Oh, geez. Um, yeah, Matt, I, I will go ahead and do that. Uh, director uh, Simon McCoy. Uh, writers were Greg Russo, David Callahan. Uh, story was uh, Oren Uzel and Greg Russo. And this is starring Louis Tan, Jessica McNee, Josh Lawson, Joseph or Joe uh, Toslom. I'm sure I messed that up. McCade Brooks, Matilda Kimber, Laura Brent. This movie is about MMA fighter Cole Young seeks out Earth's greatest champions in order to stand out, stand against the enemies of the outworld and high stakes battle for the universe. Okay, Mike, I'm going to change things up a bit. So instead of just giving our first impressions right off the bat, I'm going to give our listeners something that they've been itching for and we've been promising. We have another giveaway from our good friends over at Paramount Pictures. Mike, I'm excited about this one. You've watched the trailer. I've watched the trailer. This week, we're giving away the movie Wildcat. Oh, okay, man. Great. Well, Mike, you, you don't seem very enthusiastic. I think I caught you off guard. You've watched the trailer of this. It looks pretty good, right? Yeah, yeah, I have watched the trailer, man. You, you, you did catch me a little bit off guard. I was like, uh, what are we doing? We didn't talk about this. Well, now I am, Mike. Now I am. So here you go. Here's, here's our little bit of uh, uh, table read we got to do so that you guys can get a chance to win a copy of this. Now, if you want your own digital download copy of it, don't forget to email us. You can email Matt or myself, I mean myself, Matt, duh, or Mike or nerds at realfilmnerds.com. Now, that's not all of in one word. It's Matt at realfilmnerds.com or Mike at realfilmnerds.com or nerds at realfilmnerds.com. I know that's a lot of real film nerds. <laughs> that was a lot of real film nerds in your mouth. Wow. All right, Mike. <laughs> so, all right, here we go. New today on digital and on demand. Georgina Campbell from Black Mirror and Luke Benward star in the pulse-pounding action thriller Wildcat. When an ambitious reporter stationed in the Middle East is taken captive by a dangerous militant group who believes she is a CIA operative, she must find a way to survive and turn the tables on her assailants before they carry out a deadly terrorist attack. You can buy or rent Wildcat today on digital and on demand. It is rated R and again, it's from our good friends over at Paramount Pictures. So this, you know, to me, this looks like a great one. I'm kind of jealous that all of our listeners get to watch this movie. I'm sure I will get to watch it down the road. This looks like a really fun, great film. It's a little bit different of an action thriller. I'm looking forward to it. I think, you know, you guys should too. So remember, just email us. Tell us, you know, a little bit about yourself or just say, you know, we want a, ourselves a, a movie, and we'll put you in for a drawing for a copy of Wildcat. Hey, hey, Matt, we should have the listeners say if they've ever played Mortal Kombat just throughout their life. That would be kind of cool. Okay, let's do that. Let's do that. All right, we're changing up the rules as we go. So you need to tell us, oh, Mike, here, let's say if they've ever played it and who their favorite character is. Oh, yeah. Okay. Sounds good. All right. All right. Let's do it. So go ahead. Email us, nerds at realfilmnerds.com. 
Okay, Mike, on on with the rest of the show. Speaking of Mortal Kombat, go ahead. What did you think? All right, Matt. So we wanted the rated R version of Mortal Kombat because we played this game. We teased this last week. And, you know, it. this game and a few others helped lead to <laughs> causing ratings on video games. And um, we got it. We got a much more graphic, more um, video game-like uh, movie. It was really lacking a story to me, Matt. I don't know. I just, it was, was kind of all over the place, if you ask me. But anyway, um, it was cool to see Goro in there and s- some of those characters. But uh, I don't know, man. It was, it was rough. It was rough around the edges. Well, Mike, I'm not going to disagree with you. I agree with you pretty much 100% on that. It was definitely had massive pacing issues. It, the story... At least it had a story. I think it had more of a story than the original Mortal Kombat film. I'm not saying video games film. It was better. I liked that they had as many characters as they could possibly cram in there from the video game. Like characters that I just did not know how they were going to get in there, but they did. Like uh, uh, Kung Lao with a metal hat. Love that. Love that dude. Yeah. That's a fun character. I, I don't like playing as him. But he's a fun character, and it was cool to see him on the big screen. But Scorpion, Sub-Zero, um, technically Reptile, technically not. You know, he was kind of Reptile, but I'm, I'm not going to call it Reptile from the game. It was just a Reptile-inspired character. And then the main character in it, uh, Cole Young, is a character they made for the movie. He is not in any of the video games. I think probably why they did that is just to not piss off the fans, probably. I don't know. That's the only way I can think of. Yeah, I'm I'm not sure exactly what their thinking was, but <sighs> so so Matt, I I don't know. I might be a little crazy on this one, but we're not in spoiler territory, so I'll hold back for a second. But you know, I didn't go in with high expectations. You know, I was maybe hoping that there would be some stuff, and there were some. I mean, it was kind of fun. Some of the the seeing the characters and just some of the ridiculousness of 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 the situations that the movie gets gets into i don't know there's there's something i want to talk about and spoilers matt so i need to ask you early matt what are you drinking <sighs> well mysterious michael talent thanks for asking yeah i said michael just to spite you yeah i see you nodding your head yeah yeah i i saw mike i'm drinking a good old texas beer a shiner buck Oh, yeah. Those are real popular out there. Well, that's where they brew them is in Texas. Yeah, it's like draft everywhere. It's a good beer. It's it's. I put it in the middle of the road. It's kind of like a like a Amber Bach or like a Dos Equis Amber or something. It's kind of a middle-of-the-road beer. It's not quite as cheap, like say, like a Bud Light or something like that, but it's not quite as, as expensive as like a Four Peaks Kilt Lifter or something like that. It's a good middle-of-the-road beer, and I, I enjoy it. And, you know, I capitalize on it. I don't know if you guys have it on the East Coast, but our Safeways here have what's known as $5 Fridays, and they have $5 six-packs. And guess what last week's was? I'll give you a hint. I'm drinking one. Oh, man. Hey, I'm all about those specials, man. Uh, we do a lot of the buy one, get ones out here. So you got to get them when you can. I am drinking not an IPA. I'm drinking another Land Shark Lager. Land Shark Lager. Nice. So you must have gotten to buy one, get 12 free, because you've been drinking that for a bit, Mike. Well, you know, I, I don't go through the beers like I used to, Matt. You know, busy, uh, 
a little little uh, child running around is uh, keeping us on our toes. Oh, is he running now? Please tell me he's running because that's hilarious. He's not quite running, but he's 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 mobile. He's walking around everywhere pretty much now, and yeah. So yeah. Well, all right, Mike. Speaking of things that are mobile, I guess I don't know. This is a horrible segue, Mike. How how does twenty twenty one's Mortal Kombat relate? to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. All right, Matt. So I, um, I'm going to butcher his name. Uh, but uh, to da now boo un si now. Uh, was in this movie as uh, Raiden and was also um, in Thor and Thor Ragnarok as um, as a smaller character uh, as Hogan. Oh, all right. All right. So one of uh, Thor's like uh, a, a, not a silence, not assassins, but like one of his peeps, one of Thor's peeps. There, I'm just gonna go with that since I can't talk clearly now. Yeah, yeah, one of Thor's peeps, and so, um, yeah, this one. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, I butchered his name. It's it's rough. I'm not good with names already, as as anybody who's listening to the pod knows. I'm pretty terrible. Yeah, you have a hard time with like normal American names, let alone Japanese, Chinese. Or we'll just go with any foreign country's name. You really have trouble, which is fine because most of us Americans do because we don't like to leave America. This is, you know, why we're here, I guess. I don't know. America. Yeah. America. No, no. No A, yeah. just M. America. Oh, 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 okay. <laughs> okay, Mike, fine. We're in spoilers now. You can talk about spoilers. I didn't even give my first impressions really about Mortal Kombat, but it's okay. You want to spoil? Let's do it. Well, I gave some. I gave some. I'll take that back. All right, Matt. I mean, you might call me crazy on this, but you played the video game. Religiously. I actually have one of the newer ones that I haven't even played. I bought it for 20 bucks because that's how I buy most of my video games now is when they're on sale, and then I forget about them, and they sit there in the cellophane, and about 12 years later, I open them and play them. Very nice. Um so this movie's about, you know, a, a tournament, right? Fight, a fighting tournament and stuff. The movie ended before we got to the tournament. Well, I think they kind of explained it a little bit in the plot, not to like rescue the movie, but they kind of explained it in the plot that the tournament was taking place, but not because they were fighting them on America's, not America's, but on Earth realm, Right without like the permission of the tournament or without going through the rules and so it still was the tournament but it wasn't the tournament i i don't know they kind of explained it i mean i'm not saying that the story was good mike i'm definitely not saying that the story was rough dude it was real rough at least it had a story i think it had a much better story than the original mortal Kombat from however many years ago that was was the 90s i think when they did that first yeah, i think one. it was the 90s yeah yeah it, the story is much better in this they didn't center around like one character like they did in that one. That one, it was like all about Liu Kang, you know, Liu Kang, Liu Kang, Liu Kang. This one, it was more about all the characters and kind of them coming together to fight the uh, other realm. 
I, I'm not saying it was a it was a great movie, but for me, this is a lot like a Godzilla versus Kong. It's a summer blockbuster popcorn movie. I'm watching this movie because I want to see some dudes beat the living shit out of each other in mar- really cool martial arts way. And they got some of the best martial artists living today. I mean, one of the guys, they've only had to do this one other time. The the actor that played uh, Sub-Zero, um, I'm sure I will butcher his name as much as you have butchered everyone else's. But uh, Joe Talzim, I think. I don't know. Anyways, Joe tells him the only other person they've ever had to do this in the history of movies, they told Joe that he needed to slow down because the camera could not keep up with his movement. The only person that they've ever had to do that for in martial arts movies, Bruce Lee. Oh, wow. No, that's awesome. That's a statement right there. That is a statement right there on how good that guy is. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, the fighting stuff the the um the graphic natures of the ends of the fights was was great it was exactly what you wanted to see but um i the story was just yeah, it was pretty rough man and i felt like we were building up to the tournament and like yeah i know they kind of explained that they had this like fake tournament before the real tournament but i wanted to see some part of the tournament at least maybe the beginning and then it was just like all right See you in the next movie. It's all good, man. We're definitely having a sequel and probably a trilogy, you know? I mean, it's number one at the box office, but that's not saying too much these days. But at least, it, you know, it made, I think, like $22 million over the weekend, which was which is good. But I guess an anime movie almost took it out, which no one saw coming. Hmm. And it was on half as many screens. Weird. Huh. Well, Pete, yeah. dude... Anime fans, they love their anime. They really, really do. I mean, I know I'm dating someone that loves anime. She loves her anime. So, so anyway, that that was that was the hardest, I guess, thing for me to swallow. I mean, everything else with the story, it's like okay, I I'll just you know, there's the you know outer earth or whatever, and, and I, I remember there was some of that stuff in the game. I haven't played the game in a long time, but I do remember there was some of that like outer realm and like. Remember there was some weird like mountain or something that would you would show going up as you were moving up in the tournament? Well, yeah, but that was just how they were showing you're moving up, you know, and it wasn't really a mountain. It was just kind of like a uh, uh like a wall or something. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Who cares? You know, it was it's earth realm versus outer realm. That's what it that's what it is at its heart. And it was all about the action, Mike. That's what this movie is. It's a summer blockbuster popcorn action flick. I wasn't disappointed. Like I said, I I see it very much like Godzilla and Kong. Is the story great? No. Was I expecting the story to be great? No. Did I enjoy myself? Heck yeah, I did. Come on. Literally, a dude gets cut in half. Exactly like the video game. Exactly like the fatality in the video game. And they even said fatality a couple times. He even said flawless victory. I mean, they really pulled from the video game on this. And that's the nostalgia factor is probably one of the biggest things why I enjoyed it. I mean, it's it's really over the top on the nostalgia. You're right. They did. I mean, yes, they, they, they did that stuff. The uh, um, I enjoyed the, the Goro fight. Uh, I thought that was kind of fun. Um, it was ridiculous, but I loved it. Um, so, I mean, there was there's a couple things. So, obviously, they were going after our market, man. You know, uh, the 
the uh, people who grew up, you know, playing that video game, and maybe some of the newer gamers who are playing the latest one, which is apparently just supposed to be a graphic to the, like the tenth degree, like you like see inside of people's bones as they're breaking or something. I don't know. It was very like. Yeah, dude, they have never stopped making Mortal Kombat games. They keep making them, and they get more and more and more extreme. And they've kept true to form with a lot of the uh, characters, you know, bringing them back over time. But not all of them. There was quite a few, you know, Mortal Kombat games that they're in the middle in the early 2000s, mid-2000s that weren't so hot, or so I've been told. I've always been more of a Mortal Kombat person than a Street Fighter person, mostly because I like the characters better. But um, I don't know, Mike, I... I I didn't expect a ton from this movie. I got kind of what I expected. Uh, one, I was kind of disappointed. They fought at the pit. You remember the pit. Now, granted, Jax, who's fighting at the pit with the, the other guy with the huge hammer, I don't remember his name, has an, Jax has an incredible fatality on him, but it wasn't the uppercut into the pit. And I was like, oh, but still the fatality he had was pretty freaking amazing. I mean, he literally, he did his fatality from the game where he hits his two arms together and the dude's head explodes like a zit. I mean, that was, that was hilarious. Yeah, no, he, he did that. You know, there were, they definitely had a lot of call outs to the fatalities and stuff. And like uh, the flawless victory was a little bit, I was like, man, they're really reaching now, but uh, that's okay. I mean, I guess they knew the audience. They knew their audience. They knew who was going to watch it, right. One I didn't like, though, was the character of Melina. She did not look anything like the character in the video game. Her face was all messed up. And Melina in the video game has that face mask covering her deformity on her face. And she didn't do that in this. She you know, wore it like a badge of honor. And then later on, you know, you see her separate her jaw like how it is in the video game. I think she actually eats people's heads in the video game, if I remember. Yeah, I think so. I think you're right. But, you know, the the one they didn't have in there, though, they had all the other ones. They had uh, uh, fatalities, flawless victories, animality. Remember, he even had the dragon. He killed the dude with oh, the dragon. Yeah. It was an animality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know right. what they didn't yeah. have, though? No babalities. <laughs> they didn't turn anybody into a baby. I was kind of disappointed. You're right. They did not turn anybody into a baby. Maybe just didn't fit. Yeah, probably didn't. No. Um, I have to say the character I probably enjoyed the most. I mean, I love Scorpion. And I love Sub-Zero. But the one that caught me off guard probably the most that was a shit character to play in the video game, he always has been, was Kano. Kano was hilarious in this movie. Kano's character was quite funny and just a great, um, I don't know, arrogant, just f- great character that that was fun to watch him just on screen. I don't know. He He was... He sold the character well. He was he played a good douchebag. So, and you gotta have talent to be a giant douchebag. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> of course you do. Okay, Mike. So, what else are we gonna talk about? Mortal Kombat. Are are you gonna give your five out of five reels? <laughs> yeah, you know me with the five out of five reels. I just hand them out like like hotcakes. Well, how about this one, no. Mike? We both called it. You know, the Oscars were last night for those of you who didn't watch it, which is just about everybody because it's literally half the viewership they have ever had in the Oscars. Only 9 million people watched it. 
I was looking at that earlier. Like no one watched it. Don't get me wrong. I watched it. I recorded it and I fast forwarded through like the acceptance speeches and I fast forward through the commercials. It helped a lot, but it still was probably the most boring Academy Awards I have ever personally watched. So Matt, was it all on Zooms and stuff? No. Like, did they have like nope. it, a they host were all in or? person? There was no host. They were all in person. They had the winners and some other big name actors do the presenting of all the different awards, like they did the year, couple years before, when um, uh, do you remember Kevin Hart bailed out of hosting the Oscars and they scrambled and they're like, what are we gonna do now? And they just had random people do the presenting. It was very much like that. But it was intimate. There wasn't much of an audience. The only people that were there were the people that were nominated for awards. And they were all sitting at like basically tables in like a restaurant at a stage. And they got up and did their thing, you know, when they were called to the stage. I liked the intimacy of it. That was kind of cool. But again, it was boring as shit. It was really, really boring. And it was extremely predictable. Everyone that you and I talked about possibly winning did for the most part. I know you were pulling for Promising Young Woman to win Best Picture. It didn't. It was Nomadland. But when we watched Nomadland, we're like, this is going to win. Frances McDormand won Best Actress, which we predicted and expected. Um, Anthony Hopkins won Best Actor, which, again, we also predicted. A lot of people are upset about that. They think Chadwick Boseman should have got it post- you know, his death because he's done so much in such a short amount of time. You know, there was no surprises. I mean, uh, Chloe Zhao, who directed No Man Land, won Best Director. And that's a couple years now in a row where Best Director also won Best Picture. And that's kind of typical now, I guess. So just pay attention to that category from here on. But there's no surprises. You know, um, Best Documentary went to uh, My Octopus Teacher. I would have liked to have seen a little bit more of a shakeup, but uh, Promising Young Woman did win something. Uh, I think it won Best Screenplay. Yeah, I think it was Best Screenplay, yes. But I wish they would have shook it up a little bit more, but I mean, it is what it is. It, it wasn't horrible. Uh, it could have been a lot worse, but it could have been better. It was a really strange year with COVID and everything, but at least they got it out there and people got awards. Sound of Metal got Best Editor. Yeah. Or editing. That's one I am upset about, though. Uh, Paul Racy, which I was really upset about, and I talked about it when we reviewed that movie. I wanted Paul Racy to win Best Supporting Actor. The dude that won did a great job. Don't get me wrong. I watched that film, too, but I really thought Paul Racy just did incredible. But, hey, you know, I'm not. that's probably why I'm not a member of the Academy. That and I'm just a dude with a podcast. That's true. I, I, I think it's it's that second one there. Oh, sure. Sure. I see how it is, Mike. So you're in the Academy, right? No, no, no. It's for only industry insiders. We're not insiders. We're outsiders looking yeah, in. We're definitely outsiders. That's for sure. All right, Mike. So since you didn't watch the Oscars, uh, I know you looked at the list. Any surprises for you? No, I, I kind of went the way I thought it would go, unfortunately, I guess. I mean, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Like, that was able to predict most of this stuff. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, you know, I don't want to discount anything, but COVID was definitely a different year and there was less movies being released than normally would have been. So maybe it was easier to filter what we had into what was award worthy. I don't know, man. I, I still think there, we had a decent selection of films, especially in best picture, lots of things across the board. There was nothing that was super similar to one another. They were all fairly different, but 
I think if it was a normal year, they the awards definitely would have been different. But it is what it is, you know. Predictable. People that are at the top of their game won. There's uh, this year, Matt. You're thinking, you're thinking, uh, Kong Godzilla, best picture. Mortal Kombat, best picture by far, by far. Not not Godzilla versus Kong. It's not Kong versus Godzilla. It's Godzilla versus Kong. Godzilla gets top billing. Damn it. All right, all right. Godzilla versus Kong. All right. I think I did it on wrong, wrong on purpose, though. I'm sure you did, Mike, because you're a mean, mean old man. You're getting bitter and mean in your old age. Yes, yes. Uh, Which reminds me, Mike, how many reels do you give Mortal Kombat? <laughs> oh, nice segue, Matt. All right, so, uh, well, with that intro, I'm, I'm going to give it two out of five See, reels. See, you didn't hate it. You didn't hate it. You didn't like it, but you didn't hate it. Man, I have to admit, I, I like seeing some of the, you know, fatalities and things that they did. Uh, they tried to honor the game in several ways, and I, I like that, but the story was really rough around the edges, man. I'm not arguing against that. I mean, that's 100%, and I'm in, in agreement. It was not the best story. But again, I didn't go to this to watch the story. I went to it to watch Scorpion and Sub-Zero fight and freeze and, you know, throw his thing and be like get over here and freezing dudes and that's why i went to this movie i i did wonder how they were going to integrate all that in and they did figure out a way so that was interesting and and you know that was good because i was like how are you going to have scorpion and sub-zero and explain like their origins and no they did something well mike since you're not going to ask i'm going to say it anyways mike i i enjoyed this movie but I didn't think it was the world's best. I give it three and a half reels out of five. Three and a half. Wow. All right, dude. Okay. That's, you heard it here. Matt, Matt had fun. Dude, it was a fun movie. It was just dumb blockbuster summertime fun, you know? Maybe it was just, you know, I needed this. You know, maybe I was just feeling down in the depths and I needed, I needed to watch, you know, uh, some dude get cut in half and you know another dude you know get his head popped like a zit i mean you know another dude get eaten by a dragon a fire dragon or 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 a lady get killed with uh like her spinal column still there which was weird but whatever with an energy type weapon yeah to each their own to each their own okay mike so it is your pick for movies for next week what are we watching mike all right matt I think you're going to hate me. You might you might murder me. But we're going to watch the Netflix original Thunder Force. Dude, are you kidding me? <laughs> really? Yeah, we're watching it, no! man. We're watching it. Ah, oh, Jesus. That movie is getting just like destroyed. Destroyed. People are just like, you know, don't watch this. You will gouge your eyeballs out. Um. Well, I guess we'll have to see if Matt shows up blind next week. I mean, it's just a podcast, so we can totally do it if he's blind, so it's no problem. I was going to say, Mike, that might be a little difficult for our listeners to see if I show up blind, because it's an audio-only podcast. I'm sorry. You're right. I I used the wrong words there, but what I was getting at is we can still do the podcast with Matt having no eyes. No, I'm just giving you shit, Mike. Come on. You're taking things too serious, damn it. This is why you need to drink more before podcasts. Okay. All right. All right. Less less serious now. Okay. Good. Perfect. Well, I I don't know what else we're to talk about. We got our we got all of our stuff done. 
Uh, I say watch Mortal Kombat. I think you'll enjoy it, especially if you're under 18 and you want to piss off your parents. Definitely put it on because they're going to walk in the room and be like, mother of God, what are you watching? Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, my wife uh, walked in on wa- me watching a few parts of this because uh, I knew she wouldn't like this movie. And and she's like, just started laughing. She's like, what was that? And I was like, oh, well, yeah, you just, you have to know the video game. She's like, that was ridiculous. She saw um, where Jax crushed the guy's head and she's like, what? That was funny, but what what was that supposed to be serious? <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of a it is, but it isn't, you know? I mean, it's from the video game and it's kind of funny. So, I don't know. I would go with funny, but I guess it's supposed to be serious too. I don't know. Yeah. So, anyway. Um I <laughs> I don't think I can tell anybody to watch it. Really? But, you know, you, if you, you didn't got enjoy anything it at all, I know you enjoyed it a little bit, Mike. You gave it a two. You didn't give it a one. You didn't give it a one and a half. You didn't give it a half. You enjoyed it. A level of you enjoyed it, Mike. I enjoyed it a little bit, but it's because, you know, the nostalgia of, you know, it reminded me when we were younger. So, like, if you didn't play this video game, then I would say it might be a little bit odder and harder to like anything about it. Unless you like martial arts movies, because it has really good martial arts in it. Okay. All right. Yeah, you're right. It does have some good martial but, arts. But I agree, Mike. You definitely got to be a Mortal Kombat fan to truly appreciate this movie from end to end. Or at least most of it without the story. Just the fight scenes. Okay. To truly just appreciate the fight scenes. <laughs> there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's like Kong versus Godzilla. Yeah. And you mean Godzilla versus Kong. Right. Got it. No problem. So, okay. All right, kids. Don't forget to enter our contest to win a free copy of Wildcat. You can email us, nerds at realfilmnerds.com. Mike, do your thing, dog. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Um, And catch us next week where we're talking about Thunder Force. Anyway, um, (laughs) Matt is excited, excited about that one. And uh, But I think it'll be a fun movie. Matt, it will be a lot more uplifting than this uh, last couple movies we've been watching. So, anyway, um, uh, catch us on the socials, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And, you know, go out there and stream some movies, watch some movies. You know, as the vaccines keep rolling out, maybe you feel a little bit more comfortable. Go see a movie in the theater. You know, even if it's Mortal Kombat, at least it's the theater and you can get a good, maybe a hot dog and some of that nice popcorn. It'd be great. Uh, the theaters could use anything. <laughs> they they would love to see anybody. <laughs> so um, let's try and keep those theaters open. Thanks for listening again, everybody. Thank you for listening to The Real Film Nerds. Now don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Real Film Nerds. Now go out and catch a movie. Joining me in studio, the one, the only Matt Hinshaw from The Real Film Nerds podcast with me on Magic 99.1. Buenos dias. Good morning, Lisa. How are you? Good morning. I'm pretty 
good after nine days off from work. I would row. think you're probably incredible. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty incredible. That's the word right there. <laughs> How are you? Tired. Tired, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, poor working hack over there. Yeah, no rest for the <laughs> wicked, right? For sure. Okay, we have so much to talk about. Just Let's just get this out of the way. The um, Oscars were on last night. Did you catch the broadcast? Yes, I did. You did. Did you course. watch the whole thing? Yes, How I did. How many hours? It it was three and a half hours long, but I I recorded it so I could fast food, fast food, not fast food, fast forward, <laughs> fast forward through the commercials, through the commercials. All right. Yeah. So I mean, how many reels are you going to give the the show? I don't know, two. Yeah, I heard it was, it was boring. really boring. I'm so glad I didn't make plans to watch it. I didn't even tune in at all, really, to be honest. It, it was boring, and the majority of the awards were predictable. Yeah. I guess is a nice way to put it. Right, right. So you um, weren't surprised by Nomad's no. Land No. Uh, I, when, when we reviewed it, I said this, will, Mike and I both probably discussed it at length just a little bit, that that was probably going to be the award winner just because what it was. Right. It's not a bad film, but I didn't think it was anything special. I didn't think it was so. anything special. But, of course... Um, Frances McDormand. Fra- Frances McDormand was amazing in that movie. And, of course, she won Best Actress. Yeah. So there was no surprise there, like you said. No, so that was expected, too. Okay. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite films, I'm hoping that you watched it, My Octopus Teacher. I highly recommend it. I gave it five out of five reels. I have not watched it yet. You no. haven't watched I it. I tried to watch it once, and then I was told I needed to turn it off. Oh, so. who told you to turn it off? She shall remain unnamed <laughs> because she just didn't want to watch it. So Okay, well, she'll love it, too, I guarantee you. And okay. if, if you guys don't love it, I'm buying you dinner, all right? Wow. Check it out. It won Best Documentary Feature um, during the Oscars last night. All right, let's talk about um, Promising Young Woman, which was also up for Best Picture. Yep. And we haven't talked about what you thought about that movie. It was okay. Just okay. I mean, it was unique. I enjoyed it. It's, right. it's not exactly something I would think would have been nominated for Best Picture because it's so different. But Maybe that's why. That's why I think it was. Well, and if you look at all the nominees this year for Best Picture, they were all extremely different. Yeah. Every single one of them right. from The Father to Sound of Metal to... Nomadland, to Promising Young Woman, to mm-hmm. uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. I mean, they were all extremely different movies. Right. Some are historical, some are very emotional. Yeah. Promising Young Woman is almost a horror movie in, right. in a way. Yeah, So for sure. And it's a movie you didn't think was going to go down like it did. No. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, my co-host, he loves that the horror genre, and he mm-hmm. loved Promising Young Woman. He, he was pulling for it to win Best Picture. Yeah, he, yeah. He gave it four and a half reels. Oh well, good for him. And how many did yeah. you give it? I gave it. It was either three or three and a half. I okay. don't remember now. All right. Well, I really liked it. I I, I agree with your co-host on that one. Wow. Yeah. And, All right you know, then. I think from a woman's perspective, I probably enjoyed it more. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. Okay, so uh, you want to talk about what? Mortal Kombat, the video? Well, that's the Is one that's movie? this week. It's a movie. It's a movie. It just came out about in the theaters. About a video game. Well, it's based on the video game. Okay, okay. And uh, I don't know anything about it. Tell it's me. an action movie. Okay. And it's a fighting movie, lots of martial arts. It's a lot of fun. Okay, and... and- what do you think? I, I enjoyed it. A uh-huh. lot of people, you know, the this is not the first Mortal Kombat movie. This is the remake, I guess you would say. Okay. Uh, reboot. Let's go with reboot. Reboot. Yeah. Good. And it's dramatically better than the first one oh. by a long shot. Um, it The story leaves more to be desired, but it's all about the fighting, and it is very gory and very graphic, very much like the video games. 
but not quite to the level of a video game. So okay. if you are under the age of 18 or right. can't handle a lot of gore, I yeah. do not recommend watching this one. Okay. Because they don't hold back on most of it. Okay. I'm neither of those things, so I'm going to pass on Mortal Kombat. How many reels are you giving it? I, I enjoyed it. I give it a three and a half. Three and a half. Same yeah. as Promising Young Woman. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. It was Very good. good. Very yeah. good. Now you have something to give away, you say. Yeah, so uh, we're going to have a giveaway this week. Just email us, tell us you want a copy. It's a movie called Wildcat. Okay. I'm not sure if it's for everyone. Okay. It looks unique. It's basically about a young woman that is captured and is being uh, interrogated by torture, in a way. Okay. And it's about her struggle through all of that. Oh, yeah. All right. Very so, good. They need to send their email to? Uh, you can send it to matt at realfilmnerds.com, or you can hit us up on the Facebook or Instagram or Twitters or any of those. Just send us a message and say, I want a free movie. Okay. That's all you got to do. Check out his podcast. It's The Real Film Nerds. Matt, thanks for stopping in. Always, Lisa. <laughs>